Oh, am I in a mood right now? Oh, my God. I was just minding my own business. And my pal, Brother Weeze, he called me and he said, Brah, your boy's in the paper. I said, what paper? He says, the New York Post. I said, that's a garbage paper. He goes, Brah, you got to read the article. It's in page six. Uh, so I read the article and I'm out of my mind. And Brother Weeze wants me on his radio show in a few minutes to discuss this. So I figured... As a reference, I would uh, read the article really, really fast before I go on the radio with Weeze here. The headline, girlfriend of late comedian Vic Henley says she should get his New York City pad. The longtime girlfriend of late New York City comedian Vic Henley claims that she should inherit his Manhattan apartment, not his family, new court papers show. The Opian Anthony regular, who died unexpectedly of a pulmonary embolism at age 57, in April 2020, had been dating and living with his ex-girlfriend since 2012, according to her Manhattan Supreme Court lawsuit from Tuesday. The comic didn't leave a will behind, but told her that he wanted her to have his Upper East Side apartment if anything ever happened to him, the court papers claim. During their relationship, Henley frequently and repeatedly advised her that it was his intention to bequest his home to her in the event that he predeceased her, the court uh, documents claim. The pair who were planning to tie the knot in the future, get the F out of here, had been living together from the start of their relationship in both her Cleveland, Ohio home and his East 90th Street pad in an arrangement Henley jokingly called mid-coastal, according to the court papers. Henley even referred to her as his wife. No, he didn't. And called his place our home, the filing says, adding that her children would often visit the apartment and that she redecorated the place and filled it with furniture. Oh, my God. It was a bachelor pad. There wasn't a hint of a, of, of a, of a woman decorating that place. And I, I don't remember that. All right, I, I'm saying too much. I, I'll discuss this with Weez. And you know what? Then I got to get Judge Jones on the phone to really discuss this. She also negotiated the utility bills and they shared accounts and passwords to things like Netflix and Amazon Prime, the papers claim. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But now the administrators of Henley's estate and his mom, Gloria, good old Gloria, good old 87-year-old Gloria, uh, Vic Henley's mom, are trying to sell the place despite her claiming that the property is hers. Since Henley didn't leave a will, Gloria, his next of kin, is set to inherit his estate under New York state law, the filing explains. Henley, who was originally from Alabama, made a name for himself in New York comedy clubs and regularly appeared on the Opie and Anthony radio show. Gloria, Vic Henley's mom, could not be reached for comment and Vic Henley's ex-girlfriend's lawyer, Gerard Parisi, declined to comment. So that's the article. That's my phone. It's ringing. I'm going on with Brother Weeze right now to discuss this horseshit. Ow, I just banged my head.
Obi Wan Kenobi. Is that you, bro? Hey, Wheezy, what's going on, buddy? I want to tell people that uh, Opie was uh, had to get up at the middle of the night for a million years with a top-rated yeah. morning show for all over the country. We yeah. Opie was on Letterman show uh, and many other things. But Op, did you read the article? I, I sure did. Um, it's a money grab. <laughs> I, mean, I heard your opinion. I heard your opinion on it, but yeah, set it up and uh, we could go. Yeah, let me set up. So what happened is Opie was very close friends with this Vic Henley comedian. And uh, Vic died last year at 57 years old of a heart situation. And now all this short time later, uh, the big story in yesterday's New York Post about the fact that Vic's girlfriend wants the apartment that she thought was going to be hers. And, right. you know, she, she, according to the article, and Opie will know the truth, but according to the article, she basically lived there for eight years. Is that right, Ope? Well, first of all, I, I do want to say that this is not even any of my business, but I feel like I have to speak up for Vic because he's not here. Uh, lovely girl. They dated for, I don't know, eight, nine years for sure, but it was a, it was a long distance relationship. She lives in Ohio with four kids. Um, there were so many surprises in that article because she might have came down, uh, maybe 10, 12 times a year for long weekends. And then Vic would do the, uh, the opposite and go up to Cleveland, uh, area, let's just say, uh, you know, a handful of times a year as well. It was more of that type of relationship. Vic Henley was married twice. He told me a million times that he was never going to get married again. So I was surprised <laughs> trying to say that that they were going to get married soon. And then in the article, uh, she said that he referred to her as his wife. That's yeah. like, that, none of that is true. And then his apartment, it's it's just a an average uh, Upper East Side apartment. It's nice, but you would never think that a woman decorated anything in that place. It oh, was, it says it was she did that too. Pad. Huh? Oh, I have to break in and just say this is so interesting to me because I yeah. have the article in my hand, and I don't right. know about anybody else, but I read this article, and as I told Opie last night, from the article, I'm going. This girl deserves, I, I pictured her living there for eight years. She mentioned right. the, the kids sometimes came and stayed right. there, that she decorated the joint. Then we hear the truth, completely the opposite of what this article is. I, I'm so. holding out hope that that, uh, that that stupid paper, which I think is garbage to begin with, is, yeah. you know, is, is just uh, maybe exaggerating the truth or something for a good story, because I can't imagine this is the same... The same woman. She's lovely. I, I hung out with her a few times. She was very, very nice. Vic definitely cared about her. But she wasn't going to move to New York with her four kids ever. She wasn't <laughs> there a lot. It was a long-distance relationship. Wow. Most people would have sworn that Vic Henley was single because more times than not in New York City, he, he, he was by himself. And here's the best part of the whole thing, which drives me and uh, Judge Jones nuts. He's a fellow comedian that I met through Vic Henley and, and was uh, Vic Henley's neighbor, by the way. Um, they were broken up at the end of Vic Henley's life. <gasps> what? They were broken up. And, oh, and, and my was, God. And Vic was distraught about it. Like, he, he was really bummed. He would say, man, buddy, she's uh, she's not calling me back anymore. I've called her a million times, and 
you know, she's not calling me anymore. I'm trying to give her a space. And he was really, really frustrated by that. She gave no uh, explanation at the time, uh, you know, why she wasn't really communicating with him anymore. And uh, this was, a, I, I, I want to put a time frame on it. This was around maybe January and, and Vic died like early April. Yep. And it got so bad and he didn't know what the hell to do that he called up Judge Jones. He's like, could you, can you uh, drive a box to the UPS store for me? And Judd's like, sure, shows, you know, shows up at Vic's. You know, they were neighbors. And Vic Henley has this giant box with all her stuff that was in the apartment, whatever she did have, <laughs> and he mailed it back to her. Oh, and she's got uh, this article. These people at the New York Post should be ashamed. They don't look into uh, don't stuff. Don't get me started with that stupid post. Trust me, I got my own issues with them. I know I, you do, bro. I, and, I, you know, it's that, funny. Uh, I read it every day, and it is such a... I, it's funny that I could do so many talks about what I read in there. But right. My favorite was, I have to do this quick because I don't want to fight with the people or nothing. But I was just right. reading one of the one of the columnists about the New York Times being agenda-driven uh, and yeah. how hypocritical it is. And I'm reading it in a paper, an opioid, that is so agenda-driven. It's on, The whole paper is a right-wing paper. And and they're going. What's going on over there? It's right. It's and they have half naked broads in every day. <laughs> yeah, and and, and, and just, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. You, just, what I want to do, Hope, because uh, yeah. we don't have much time. Do you mind if uh, I just want to tell people because you don't about the big show in Philadelphia? Do you mind talking about it? The big what? The comedy show that Bill Burr. Oh yeah, right on. This is what I want to ask you. Uh, sure. We all was there really? How many people were there? I mean, you know, my memory. Uh, it was an outdoor venue, so at least ten to twelve thousand people. At least, Johnny, ten yeah, to twelve thousand we people for a comedy show that these guys put on. This Come is on. numbers that nobody could do. Got to be a record crowd. Yeah, I would Dude, think it, it was, might. You know, you ever think of that? Oh, that could be. A outdoor comedy record crowd. Well, they said at the time that you know we had the biggest crowds for comedy shows, uh, but you know there are a lot of these guys have surpassed us by now. But yeah, it, it was unbelievable. Uh, Ten, twelve thousand. I think one of them in Jersey, we might have pushed close to fifteen thousand, and it was uh, a lot of a lot of comedians that uh, are really famous now too. Man, oh my God, including Bill Burr. Well, Bill Burr is the big... Can you tell the quick story about the Bill Burr situation? Sure. So, uh, Bill Burr, um, he, he, the ONA audience still didn't really embrace <laughs> him at this point. I mean, he was on his way. Don't get me wrong. Bill Burr is incredibly talented, and sometimes oh, I yeah. wish that he, he did our show full-time. Um, he did it a lot. So... And he, he he's on the bill in Philly, and these animals, these savages, they're good comedy fans but they um you know they they just wanted to see the guys that they knew from the opian anthony show and bill was sort of almost had his uh, foot in the door and yeah, well, we made the mistake oh. of having comedians on. yeah go ahead sorry L- uh, let me just mention because two of our good friends have a lot to do with it because well, jimmy schubert who's one of my best yeah. buddies he was <laughs> first and you could correct me if I'm wrong. And he's from Philly, and his yeah. parents were in the front row. His father is a retired cop. And then my great friend Dom Herrera 
and they got right. crucified. Go ahead. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I love Schubert, but he he could probably laugh it off that he he didn't he didn't bomb because of his material, but he bombed because our audience didn't want to see yeah. it because he really didn't do my radio our radio show, excuse me, a lot. So uh-huh. he technically bombed in his hometown in front of his family and had yeah. to laugh so hard. Terrible. And then Dom Rare, same thing. I mean, there's no, there's no reason why Dom or, or Schubert should have uh, bombed whatsoever. You know, I understand that. And Bill Burr was in the wings going, he was pacing. I was right there. He was like, they ain't doing that. Ooh, I almost cursed. They ain't doing that <laughs> crap to me. They ain't doing that crap to me. And he was all fired up. And then he went out there, and he's, they started booing him because huh. now it became the thing to just distract all the comics. And Bill settled in and just turned the whole crowd around and beat the crap out of Philly and all their institutions. <laughs> and uh, by the end of it, he got a standing ovation, and the rest is history as far as it is. Bill Burr it is. and Anthony show. Yeah. Well, it's history everywhere. I, uh, the way I heard it, and you would know better, that when you know many shows that Bill Burr did after that, people wanted right. to see him do that again, but he couldn't do. Well, that was the funny thing. I think the next stop, if my memory serves me, was um, Cleveland, and uh, that crowd was all excited because by that point we played the, the all the stuff on the radio, and they were ready for <laughs> Bill Burr, and they wanted to see the same thing. Like it was his, like it was his stairway to heaven. Like it was yeah. his peace. <laughs> and I remember. And and sadly, yeah, it's not really talked about. But I remember they tried to do the same thing, and it just uh, you know fell ap- uh, fell apart. And uh, you know, Bill got his set done, but it just simply wasn't the same. You, you can't you can't reenact what happened in Philly a mere week later like that. No, you can't reenact it anyway. Plus, uh, Bill maybe didn't have a good set on Cleveland <laughs> like he did on no, Philly. He- no, he didn't. He didn't have a shot at it because they didn't want to hear comedy. They wanted to do the whole booth thing oh, and have God. him turn, turn around and then beat up Cleveland. And you know that, that you can't, you can't do that. But, but um, you know the Vic Henley thing. Yeah, it, it drives me and Judd Jones nuts because she's she's a really nice person, and you know Vic really did care about uh, her kids and all that. But that there's so many exaggerations in that in that. Story, man, it's unbelievable. I remember after Vic died, she was trying to even get in, into the apartment, and uh, you know she didn't have a key or anything. There was, there was, uh, whatever. And she ghosted him, right? A hundred percent. Vic was technically kind of seeing, you know, seeing somebody else at the end of his life. To, you know, to oh. really add uh, to the story. Yes. I love you, but uh, the kid that produces this Del Budishevsky <laughs> kid. He's got the big sign he holds up for time. Oh, Unbe- that's right. Love you, bro. We'll get together. I, yeah, really fast about condos. Cause it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pay $5,300 a month <laughs> maintenance fee. What? That includes water and stupid electric, and that is it. Just so they could open up a front door for you. He, wow. hey, but, you know what? He could I just own a remembered. building in Rochester for that. <laughs> yeah, no, and don't count that. And, and the seven hundred dollars for parking in the in the building that you supposedly oh, own. Oh my god! Uh, Opie, Ope, does Kathleen yeah. Turner still live there? No, nah, she bailed. She bailed <laughs> out. She found out you live downstairs, and she's going. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you later, bro. I gotta, I gotta go for a deal. I love my Opie. Boo, 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 boo. 
Oh, you're a stagehand. You're like future Paul. No, you're doing our I'll hit him. I will hit somebody. You don't like Paul, do you? I will hit somebody for the first time in the third grade. David Brenner just died. Yeah, we know David Brenner. I don't care. Fuck him. Good answer. You didn't think he was funny? That's his act. We just did his act. We just did his act. Uh, big girl, who, who? People are saying Vic sounds tipsy. Oh, I'm hammered. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, Evan Brennan really believed that he was working at a car wash. <laughs> I love Kevin Brennan. So he's like, hey, hope he's working at a car wash. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> I couldn't believe they were taking all that shit so seriously. Well, you're not a good we person. We were literally... You're not a good person. <laughs> you're not a good person. You've never been a good person. I can call 11 people right now on my phone. Absolutely. Uh, uh, maybe. Uh. <laughs> he got you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because every now and then I go... I'm sorry if that was too mean. He's like, nothing too mean. He's the first person to tell you. Point guard, point guard extraordinaire. Yeah, he is the best. No, he would actually, you know, if, 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 if Nobody runs a I ever had a down where we're not filming somebody in the bathroom. <laughs> He's an assassin tonight. I still no. I still get. He's like, he's got hey, the Catlin gun. No, he's still fucking that's, outlaw Josie Wales. Outlaw Josie Wales. Outlaw Josie Wales. Totally. And uh, I was taking biology in high school, and the teacher comes up to me and goes, "What's biology in high school in Alabama?" Is it just a it means uh, like no. It mean, yeah, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> Celine Dion. Celine Dion is what about Alanis Alanis Morissette? Shit, she's a polished. Celine Dion's a polished fucking pillow. She's no. having the best song she's in the Titanic. The Titanic awful. is the best movie ever. She's the worst fuck. She may be the worst candidate ever. Margaret gave her husband Why? cancer. You know that, right? Because there's no lyricism. There's no writing. There's no. And I don't even. And I'll give her the voice. But I. He, the I voice put the, is incredible. I'll put the fucking. Well, then we get the voice of the voice. We don't fucking need that. <laughs> And I'm going to pass the savings on to you guys because you were with me at the I end. don't believe you, one bit, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the steak dinner at Peter Lindbergh. I'm just trying to make Carl laugh. Steak dinner at Peter Lindbergh. And I got fired over it. Whatever. So they're like, well, you're no, an asshole. So everybody we, knows we that. Really <laughs> if you're leaving the door open, I'm taking it. If you're leaving oh. the door open, I'm taking it. I love. I'm not giving ang up. Angry bitch. That's not angry. Full of fat <laughs> I love you. In the meantime, Carl's coming to my house for dinner tomorrow night. Nice. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> and you're not invited. <laughs> Angry face. <laughs> what are you talking? You just made that up. Uh, of course. I'm not, I'm not even home tomorrow. Night. <laughs> uh, you don't want to come home late and be totally disorganized. Carl's calling Marie for me right now. 
what the fuck are you talking about? At least he's off me. You you pet the tiger. <laughs> you pet the tiger with Down syndrome. Now. <laughs> I missed you, man. I really did. Hey, fuck, I wish I could say the same about you two. <laughs> <laughs> this works. Canada. This works. Ah! There oh. you go, loser. <laughs> Aren't you? How we will talk say to it. a wall. How's that at you and me right now? What do you do for a living? <laughs> uh, oh. He'll talk to his beer bottle. Let me You're right about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I kind of miss no, I'll give you. I'm gonna no. give you the. I'm no, I'm not bad. I'm not a bad person. I don't know. So, we don't know sometimes. <laughs> then fuck both of you.